It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. And running on a Monday night live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. That gentleman right there, Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Good to be back. Good to have Sean back in studio. Good to be back after a, a little a little trip to the Midwest to see my favorite baseball team help out my uh, preseason bet, which was lose a lot of baseball games. So I didn't realize you were that big a celebrity, man. Every post, like people were coming up to you asking for autographs. You had no, to kiss no some auto- babies. No autographs, no babies kissed, but there were multiple beverages purchased uh, yeah, for me. Those so. weren't that were those weren't beverages. Thank you, thank you, uh, thank you. I mean, you had a, a whole vegetable department from the the grocery store in one of them. <laughs> I mean, what was that? Oh, the Bloody Marys. Yeah. Dude, I did I mean, not. We had know. a half of the, uh, half a batch of celery in that thing. I mean, fifty five olives. They had. I got a Bloody Mary on Saturday afternoon that had a beef stick, a stalk of celery, wow. uh, cheese. Oh, he's missing some bacon. I mean, they had bacon in it too. Uh, there you go. Yeah, and all the Bloody Marys in Milwaukee come with a chaser of beer, apparently. So wow. Uh, it was uh, yeah, good time. Good time had by all. Uh, not the team that I went to cheer for, but you know, the end of the day, I did get to see Vanilla Ice in concert, <laughs> so that made the entire trip. No, it was a blast. And is uh, he still doing concerts? Yeah, apparently he he has about two songs that uh, he sings, and uh, and well, then, then just reminds who's the main who's the main he was oh he was the headline yeah well, oh, it was a post game it was a post game concert so it wasn't like oh so he's doing baseball stadiums <laughs> yeah okay. I see you Ice Man Ice Ice baby. Yeah, that was uh, that was the closer. Did you, a little, did little you do your hair like in the? I, I tried. I tried to uh, spruce it up. He doesn't do it anymore. He doesn't do the you know puffy pants or anything. Yeah. Like he that. actually has a very very successful um, HGTV show. Yeah, where he like renovates homes, yeah. remodels homes. Like. He let us know about it. Yeah, he reminded us to yeah, watch. They it. They actually do a good job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but uh, no, we it was a uh, it was fun. Like in the sixth inning, they had a foul ball and. The organist played Ice Ice Baby, and the place went nuts. Was so. he there at the game? Yeah, he was oh, at wow. the game. Is he a Brewers fan, or they just paid him? I, they just paid him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think there were many Brewers fans outside of Milwaukee, so and I don't think Vanilla Ice is from Milwaukee. I don't think he is, no. Uh, but uh, no. It well, was, I'm glad you're back, man. I had a good time. Glad you're back. You survived uh, yeah, Dad Daddy weekend. Daycare. Yeah, yeah, Daddy. yeah, we had a good time, man. We went dinner a couple nights. Okay. We, uh, you weren't cooking? Arcade. Arcade? Yeah. We had a good time. You're sweating out some bets. Uh, yeah, I have the Avs. Uh, well, by the way, let's before you get into yeah. that, Sean. And shout out to the Lightning. Yeah, you're Lightning. Get the brooms out, baby. Four. Oh, yeah. sweep and a little puck line. Maybe they can put their president. Twenty twenty two seconds to go. Banner up. Well, yeah. I'm, as a as a Caps fan, 
before we were able to finally win a Stanley Cup, we had many of those banners saying, hey, we won a lot in the regular season. And uh, like we actually needed this because we're an older team. Like One of the things that concerned me about the Lightning was fatigue. You win back-to-back Stanley Cups. You know, you're kind of the, the big dog everybody's shooting at. And we showed that, that fatigue late in the year especially. But obviously they were playing possum. And uh, hats off, man. What an organization. Sweet. I mean, Vasilevsky has reestablished himself as the best goalie. He had forty nine saves tonight. I mean, he was unbelievable. So, and we won two zero. They took two goals from us. <laughs> the first one, I have no idea. Sean's sitting here, by the way, in studio, and uh, as he is one to do, would never bet a game just you know, lightning to win. No, no, no. He's nah. got to go puck line, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and they get that empty netter. Uh, which I believe was actually a shorthanded empty netter. It was. With uh, 22 seconds to go. So you got it done. Well, I, I had got a call last <laughs> night that the Florida Panthers were enjoying themselves, That's which is very the, easy to do the in the great city of Tampa. And uh guy that owns the spot hit me up and was like, uh, take the lightning tomorrow. Well, they won. So I took the lightning. 2 nothing. 4-0 yeah. in my eyes. And apparently, even though the Miami Heat are in Boston right now, they might have been uh, enjoying that same <laughs> nightlife with the Florida Panthers because, my God almighty, uh, that first quarter was a thing of, well, if you're a Celtics backer, it's a thing of beauty. Uh, but right now, it is uh, it is all Celtics. They lead 61-35. to 35, I have Actually, no, 63-35. I have no pulse on this series at all. It's impossible. Yeah, I, I just... I'm going to just watch and hope I, we get a competitive basketball game. Way to go, NBA. I don't think we've had a competitive game. Since the Celtics-Bucks series. For real. Like. like, this is the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. And, I mean, Golden State is rough-rotted. Dallas, every game. I mean, the Heat-Celtics games haven't been close. I mean, it's been blowouts. we got to figure this thing out. Well, the Miami Heat, this is, Very some, boring. This is something pretty astonishing. So, we have now played... 14 quarters of basketball. The Miami Heat have lost 12 quarters, and yet they've won two games. Right. <laughs> the first, well, you the first quarter in game three and the third quarter in game one, and those have been the differentiators, and that's why the Heat have two wins here. But you know where I stood. I took the Celtics after they lost game one, felt great after they evened it up, did not feel good, uh, but I didn't bet anything tonight. I'm just rolling with my plus 120 on the Celtics to win this series. Uh, they'll be the series favorite after they win uh, tonight, assuming they hold on to a 26-point lead with nine and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. Uh, but Jason Tatum, you know, I, I should have known. After the poor performance that he had yeah. in game three, Sean, I should have known this would be an easy player prop to hit over. He's got 26 already uh, Six in of this 11. game. How about 0 for 4 from three and still has 26? Yeah. So he is uh, he's playing very well. Uh, Marcus Smart was a late scratch. Uh, so he is not playing tonight, still dealing with that ankle injury. Uh, but, yeah, you look at how this game has been played so far. Jason Tatum is just getting to the line. He's been to the line 16 times already, Sean, in this game. Uh, so if you play the over on the three-point prop, not feeling great. But uh, just points in general, you're in pretty good shape now with 26 points uh, with nine or eight and change to go in the third quarter as his player prop was uh, was sitting at uh, 20. And there it is. There's the over. By, by the way, shout out to Justin Thomas. Oh, man. We got to talk about Mito. Herrera? Yeah, I mean, he might have supplanted, uh, what's the guy in the British Open some years back that uh, had the 71-hole lead <laughs> and, this, and uh, 
figure out a way on hole 18, day four. Mito, what were you thinking about? Vanderbilt was his name. Did you watch? Oh, yeah. I know you were traveling Sunday. Did you get to see it? I watched the whole thing. I mean, this was the meltdown of all meltdowns. I had Cam Young, um, so I was I was hoping for for some run there. But, uh, yeah, I felt – I mean, all he needed was par. I don't even know why he hit the driver. Sean, if he does bogeyed, he goes to a playoff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the, the real choke job was, of course, you hit the driver in the water, but the real choke job was when he dropped and hit three 40 feet over the green. Yep. And then he comes back and chips. I say, damn, we look like Tim Murray out there on the golf course. Uh, I mean, I still wouldn't look that good, but uh, yeah, that was that was rough. I mean, you could double bogey a bunch of par fours. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I, I, I would not take that bet. Don't don't doubt. By yourself. the way, I will say, I, I just remember you're a talented individual. I just remember on Wednesday night when uh, I said I'm fading Scotty Scheffler, and <laughs> I got a I got one of these from Sean. <laughs> Why would you do that? And I believe the matchup I told the people, Sean, at plus one thirty-five was Justin Thomas against Scotty Scheffler. Did he? Win I mean, that? if did you're gonna win? sit next did to he, me did and he win that peacock about the one minuscule opinion you had on the PGA that turned out to be right, I'm sorry. You said Tiger wasn't gonna make the cut. I did not say yes, that. Yes, you did. I did not bet that. Did I? Did I tell the people? I backed off of it. No. I did not. No. Did we take it here on this? Well, I can't really criticize. And by the way. Because my, my Asian persuasion group, I told you, they shot a combined 27. I took Colin Morikawa, uh, Hideki Mutsi, uh, Matsuyami, K.H. Lee, and Tiger. And I think they shot a combined 27 with an incomplete. And you really going to peacock about Tiger? He made the cut. He cashed tickets. You know the mistake I made? I was, yeah, he could have. By the way, I was thinking he was about at this. Plus I was at plus 375 after Thursday. Yep. We should have jumped on that. Not so much even because of just Tiger, but because everybody around him was like, they didn't look like they had their best game. The win really impacted guys. And I don't know what was wrong with Moore Carl, but, man, I put better than him right now. Maybe come out getting some, some lessons. He lives in Vegas. I know. You know him? Hook me up. I just, I, I can't believe you're going to sit here and you scoffed. You, you had a snicker on air when I told you at plus money, and you, Everybody and I, give Tim a clap. What? Please hit oh, him up on Twitter. Oh, no. Say great call on Fate and Scotty Scheffler. Actually, I didn't. Steve Sands told us to yeah. fade Scotty didn't Scheffler. Didn't someone come on our show and pick Mito? I don't think so. Or, uh, it was on the network. Somebody on the Wes network. Wes Reynolds had uh, Justin Thomas. And said his favorite matchup was Cam Young against uh, Answer. And that was a cash, too. Yeah, I think Justin was only like, uh, what, 10-1, to 12-1 pre-flop? 17. 17 here at Circa. Mm. He started to trend down. He got lucky. He can't peacock. He won because Mito blew it. Did he win it? Yeah, he did. Okay. I was making sure. But that's different. Who was it? Jeff Seeley on Jeff Seeley on Follow the Money. Yeah, good call by him. I mean, the crazy part about Mito not winning is take the 18th hole out of it. He was minus nine to start the day Sunday. If he just shoots three over, he wins a major. Mm Mm-hmm. Justin Thomas was seven back heading into the day and ends up winning. And poor and poor Will Zalatoris stands. I mean, they've been back in Will for I think like the last six tournaments. And I don't know. You got him in a playoff. I'd rather my I'd rather have the guys do to me what my group did to me. Like I didn't even have to watch it if I didn't want to, than have had Zalatoris or Perea. Yeah. Because that was really emotionally like, you'd have been emotionally hijacked. 
It was, I mean, because Mito was what pre flop? Uh, 50 something to one, I well, think. Well, Rufus Peabody, who was on the network today, had him at 300 to one. Oh my god, that was way, way back. He would have won 150 grand. Ooh. That's a tough one. Mito owe him some reparations. Yep. Uh, it's all Celtics right now, 69 to 37, and the Blues leading the Abs one to nothing. Come back. It's a nightcap. You're on BC. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen nicotine pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N dot com slash 10 zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine warning this product does contain nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical alongside sean king i'm tim murray 69 to 42 celtics right now leading the miami heat five and change left in the third quarter um st louis and colorado on a four on four right now with uh, about five and a half to go in the first period uh, St. Louis, though, with that one nothing lead, unfortunately for St. Louis, Sean Bennington done, uh, which is which is rather devastating for the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, I mean they were getting goalied, as your friend uh, Tariq as says. Kel Bashir told <laughs> us, yeah. So that's what the kids are saying, getting goalied. And people of St. Louis play nice. I heard they were giving the Avs players death threats and stuff over there. So play nice. Um, by the way, I have the Avs tonight. Really. Still early? Oh, I'm not. In, I'm not worried about them. I took the abs on Thursday night for a try to quick score to get out of town, and uh, instead of winning by multiple goals, Sean, they lost by I think three. So the abs? Yeah, the abs won on Thursday. Oh, Thursday? <laughs> no, they did not win. Um, but they're up two one in this series, and we'll see what happens right now. But uh, trailing one to nothing, maybe a situation where uh, after one period you look to get in game. On uh, on Colorado, see what that price is. Yeah, probably they've outshot St. Louis eleven to three so far. Yeah, I need to look at that. Good call. We'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see what it is either right now or after the first period. Uh, Boston, by the way, up seventy one to forty two. What uh, do you think Miami is on the money line right now? Miami on the money line, <laughs> not enough. <laughs> Let's see here. Abs in game. They're only plus 105. I can't jump on that yet. <laughs> yeah, wait a little bit. Oh, man, it is. I, I don't know what to do with this Celtics-Heat series. It's just it's been ugly, man. Four games in. It's been really non-competitive basketball all four games. And then, you know, Sean, when you look at, and we're going to talk to Dieter Kurtenbach, our good friend from KNBR and the San Jose Mercury News, a little bit later on the show, top of the hour. This Warriors team has really surprised me how they have stepped it up. I mean, you know how what my feelings were on them when they were playing Memphis. I just, mm -hmm. I didn't fully buy in. I didn't believe in them. And, you know, you get these performances 
from a Wiggins. You don't need it every game, but you get a Wiggins performance. You get a Kevon Looney monster rebound performance in you know game two. Uh, Jordan Poole contributes off the bench. You get a clay game. You just kind of piece these things all together, Sean, and there's a reason that, you know, and, and the odds will shift after tonight, assuming Boston holds. It won't be as, you know, lopsided as minus 155 for the for the Warriors to win the title, but, you know, the Warriors have have really impressed me in this series, and, you know, unfortunately for the Mavericks, it, it's just showing that they just, that depth of talent outside of Luka is just, it's just not there compared to what the Warriors well, have. Well, here's what I'll say, and I was just looking up to make sure I had the numbers right. Game one, they shot 11 of 48 from three. Game three, they shot 13 of 45. It's not to me even so much what the Warriors are doing. They live and die by the three, and right now they're dying. They're getting open looks. The guys just aren't making them. So as much as, you know, the Warriors deserve credit, I mean, they have to, you know, on the other end, put the ball in the basket. But this just is about Dallas. You know, they're not making their threes. In the Phoenix series you saw in the four games that they won, Tim, they shot excellent from deep. And whatever the Warriors mojo has has impacted Dallas, they can't make a shot. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, and I just hate that Tim Hardaway Jr. I know he's not like LeBron or anything, but I, I hate that some of these teams aren't fully healthy because he is another guy, a second scorer that Dallas, you know, would have to compliment Luka. But shout out to Golden State in the organization. It's amazing, Tim. Every player that goes to Golden State ends up reaching their full potential. I mean, people had called Andrew Wiggins basically a bus four years ago when he was in Minnesota. And now, I mean, he's guarding Luka. He's hitting threes. He's dunking on Luka. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's talking about blossoming. I mean, he's in full blossom right now. So, Well, and the crazy thing, too, Sean, this is what's going to happen, is Warriors, the stock on Andrew Wiggins is now really high. Mm -hmm. They're going to eventually going to have to pay – Jordan Poole, and I think they will. They got a couple years, though. He's and only, what, year two? They're going to be able to package Andrew Wiggins because of his expiring contract with, you know, a James Wiseman or something like that, and they're going to get a really big piece yeah. to you, come back to Golden State. You know what's interesting? I forgot this because you're from Maryland. Otto Porter is balling. Yep. I mean. This is the right fit for him. I mean, look, you don't need – he only played, you know, a handful of minutes last night, but that's the thing about this Warriors team is they have these pieces – um, you know, Moody played really well last night. I mean, he's he was like a G League guy earlier this year. Um, you know, Clay continues to not you see glimpses of him. We saw him in game six, you know, to close he's not out the prime Grizzlies. Clay right oh, now. Oh no. Yeah, he's not. And and Steph isn't prime Steph, but he's still the greatest shooter ever to lace it up. And he can hit big shots. He, you know, had his moments last night, hit five threes. And now you're looking at the Warriors, they're gonna be well rested. Uh, if the Celtics come out of this series, they'll have home court uh, for the NBA Finals. So, and I think Draymond, man, Draymond is is doing his thing. He's he's averaging around like ten points a game, which is high. For he had him. a three the other day. Yeah. So, how do you think a Boston Golden State Finals price? No, how do you think it plays? Because I think they wax the Heat. I hope so. That'd be nice, and I'd be. But I think Boston. Ticket. I think Boston's a threat. I do too. Yeah, Boston has the perimeter defenders. And scores to... That's the NBA Finals, honestly, I want to see. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I won't watch if it's Miami Golden I, I State. think it's going to be very competitive if those two teams... And I saw some look-ahead series prices, and it's it's essentially a pick -em. I mean, it, you know, Golden State is a, is a favorite in the look-ahead market. I think it was like minus 130 
plus 110 on the buyback, mm-hmm. uh, you know, minus 130 for Golden State. But I think that's fair. You know, give a little edge to the fact that Golden State would have game seven on their home court. But I think these two teams, Sean, would match up very well together. I like the depth of both of these teams. Now you got to look at the injuries. Marcus Smart still banged up. Williams is kind of, he's in the lineup tonight, but he's been banged up. I would absolutely, that is the, the NBA Finals I want to see. And I think from a competitive standpoint, I think that one would be the best situation. If you're just a casual fan or you know looking at a game to game, I think that's the one we would want to see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Probably got the most star power too. Like the Heat are just boring to me. Like this is a boring team. And, and hey, sometimes it's nothing wrong with being boring because that means you're consistent and you do the small things right the majority of the time. But they don't have any star power. Like I just can't get excited to watch their games, and they're very difficult for me to wager on as well. <laughs> Because if you'd have told me Boston was going to lay an egg in game three, no way, no how. How about that comeback? They were down, what, 27? After the first quarter? And it it was 93-92 at one point in the fourth quarter. Jimmy Butler was in the locker room. Jimmy Butler might might as well have stayed in the locker room tonight. Three of 14 from the He's obviously not healthy. Six points. Yeah, this is – Give him some credit for just showing up. Because he's obviously not healthy. I – I think Jimmy Jimmy Butler deserves a ton of credit for the performances he's put on this postseason. He's had multiple forty point games. He's had some of the biggest moments of this of this playoffs. But similar to you know what Dallas is, maybe to a lesser extent, you just look around. I mean, they have a lot of role players. Kyle Lowry's obviously hurt. He's back in the lineup tonight. Mm-hmm. You got dude Max Struss is starting. Bam Adebayo had a huge game three. Tonight, nine points, you know, five boards. You look at their bench. Victor Oladipo's kind of, you know, he's emerged. He's had a big night tonight. But I, I look at the depth of that that Boston team, and they are they're dangerous. They are. So uh, right now, seventy three to forty six is where we stand on that one. Uh, we're going to talk some more NHL coming up. Bottom of the hour, uh, Stormy's going to join us. Stormy Storm dogs. Storm's coming on the show. Yeah. Get her thoughts on uh, on what we've been seeing on the ice and Sean's lightning. Are they live to win it all? What was your ticket on them to win it all? Because uh, you've just been back in the hometown squad. Well, I back the two-time, well, three-time Stanley Cup champion, also back-to-back Stanley Cup champion. Don't act like, you know, just the Washington Nationals or the Washington Commanders or something like I'm just siding with the home team. I actually have the Lightning at eleven to one to win the Stanley Cup and five fifty to win the Eastern Conference. So, Sean, when the Nats won the World Series in twenty nineteen, did the Rays win the next year or the year before? Well, listen, let me explain something to you. That was a long time ago. Mm. Yeah, and the Rays have won how many since? We haven't been around as long as the Nationals. No, you've been around longer. No, no, no. Nationals were something else, and they switched it up. Okay. One of these days, Sean. One of these days. You'll, you'll I'll take it. a cigar bet on who has a better record this year, Rays or Nationals. No. Why would I do that? I tried. I'm just going to win my money on their under coming home. <laughs> Stormy Bonatoni <laughs> joining us next. Get the latest on the ice. Could the Blues be taking down the Avs? This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. (laughs) 
It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Folks, winning never looked better. Make free hoops and soccer picks for a shot at a sweet payday with the H&M Wear That Feeling Prediction Series. Enter three pools and compete for your share of $15,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash HM. Now to get in on the action, H&M to make everyone look and feel good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It looks like the half-court shot, Sean, that Peyton Pritchard just hit did not count. 76-52. Still a good shot. Celtics. Uh, And if you had the under tonight... Uh, you're feeling pretty good right now because it's 76 to 52 at the ha- after three quarters, and the total was 205 and a half. Your in-game total right now, Sean, 177. So you're feeling all right. You're feeling all right. Yeah. Um, I just took. Uh, I'm, a, I'm so I'm amazed. I know we got a guess. So I'm amazed they haven't moved that line more. It's been stuck right there between 206, 207 and a half. Oh, for the for each game. Well, remember I had game one. Yeah. Yeah. That one dropped, but that was because all of a sudden Horford and Smart were ruled out. But anyway, let's get to our company. And that is the one and only Stormy Tony, host of My Guys in the Desert here on VSIN at weekdays from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Stormy, let's start with the game we're witnessing right now. Um, I just actually took a little bit on the abs in game at plus 110 here at Circa. Uh, but have you been surprised overall at some of the struggles that the abs have had? Uh, kind of getting things going against the Blues? Um, a little bit, especially considering game one of this series specifically. They were so dominant on the surface, and obviously the scoreboard didn't show it. The Blues forced overtime, and then they end up winning the very next game. So it, it did catch me, catch me off guard a little bit how each game it seemed like they declined a little bit, but then Jordan Bennington goes out in the previous game and it completely shifted the way that this series has looked, at least in my opinion, from a momentum standpoint in that game. And then you come into today and already through the first period in this abs blues game, the abs are out shooting St. Louis 15 to three yet they're down one, nothing. So um, I have the alternate total over five and a half in this game today and the over six and a half. And I'm with you on the abs money line to win outright. So hopefully they kick it into gear here in the second period and get past the Billy Husso and get some goals on the board. Yeah, I'm with you. I have the Avs uh, money line Stormy in a parlay and then on the puck line on a straight bet. But the day, the story of the day in hockey is the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, talk a little bit about what they were able to do to the President's Award winner from the regular season, Florida Panthers. It is incredible what a well-oiled machine in the postseason the Tampa Bay Lightning are. And uh, it's, it's, it's really, really special, and it's something we need to soak in as just people and as sports fans, the dynasty that they've created over the last few years. And for me, this series, look no further than Andre Vasilevsky and what he's done. We actually talked with Nick Alberga, who's a, an NHL and fantasy analyst. He was on my show earlier today. How Vasilevsky coming into today's game was 9-0 and with a 970 save percentage and five shutouts in potential series clinching games. Now he's made it six 
Um, those are in, by the way, the last seven situations. And he just added to those dominant numbers, holding the highest scoring offense in hockey this regular season. Only one team all year long averaged more than four goals per game. And he held them to just three goals in four games, none tonight, saving all 49 shots that came his way. He has been so impressive when the team has needed him most. And something else I think that's extremely impressive about this series is that they did it all without Braden Point, who mm-hmm. on their last two runs to the Stanley Cup, um, he has been their leading goal scorer. He's led all skaters in goals the last two postseasons. And Patrick Maroon, Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, Alex Kalorn, and all these other guys, Corey Perry stepping up. Look at look at Corey Perry. This is he's such a cool story to me. He's heading to the conference finals now for the third straight year with a third different team. <laughs> for the last two years, he's had to play against the Lightning and lose to him in the cup final. If you can't beat him, join him, I guess. But first with Dallas, then with Montreal. Um, such a good story. They have so much talent on both ends of the ice. They have a tremendous coach in John Cooper. And for them to to win this series the way that they did is so impressive. And I'm hyped because after they went up two games to none, I bet them to sleep at plus 270. So that was a nice ticket today. Nice. Look at you. So moving on, same conference, but the other uh, series that's going on, you can make an argument that even though they're down 1-2 in the series, that the Rangers have outplayed Carolina in all three games. They did get a big win at home uh, over the weekend. What are the Rangers' chances of coming back and actually winning the series? know if they will um, just because of how good Carolina has been on home ice this season, which actually is, I think, been a bit of their kryptonite is how poor they've been on the road specifically at home through their games this year. They're undefeated. And then on the road, they have a minus 11 goal differential and are 0 for 4, lost all three games to the Bruins on the road. And of course, that game uh at Madison Square Garden for game three. Um, I think Carolina wins series. I have them winning it in six, especially you look at just the the caliber of their defense, their penalty kill, Auntie Ronta stepping up in such a massive way without Fred Griffey Anderson available. Um, and, and I just, for me, I think the Canes have the pieces that they advance and they make the conference final. But I love this New York team. You know, as a girl who is a former ringside reporter for the Vegas Golden Knights, I'm a big Gerard Gallant fan. <laughs> big Ryan Reeves fan. So I've been pulling for these guys. Um, I would love to see it. I also have a future ticket on them to win the cup. It's a, a 30 to one that's burning a hole in my pocket over here, but I'm, I'm not holding, I'm, I'm holding out hope. I just think it would be really hard for them to do. By the way, I love Reeves uh, pregame real dearly. <laughs> does. Like, if, if hockey don't work for him, like he can end up, he can be go play football. He's got like that, that energy, that personality that you see in NFL locker rooms. Now, I was told that, you know, you don't really meet God until you leave this earth, but I swear I saw God on ice skates in Alberta. Connor McDavid has been unbelievable for the Edmonton Oilers. Surprisingly, they lead the series against the Calgary Flames. Can they go ahead and and, uh, actually get this upset throughout and win? And that's why they call him Connor McJesus every now and then, right? (laughs) I like that, Connor McJesus. You know, it, it's hard because coming into this postseason, I really didn't have a lot of faith in the Oilers, and they're just, like, built to let you down in the postseason. We've seen it time and time again, but 
I'm, I don't know if it's recency bias or that last game, but I'm starting to buy into the stories a little bit here. And McDavid, you mentioned it though, 23 points in 10 games. He's had six straight multi-point games. I mean, only one game his entire postseason that he hasn't registered a point. The play never dies when the puck is on this guy's stick and he just makes people around him better. Look at Leon Dreisaitl. Look at Evander Kane, who uh, he has 10 goals in the playoffs right now. I think that the Oilers are, are certainly making this competitive. They were an underdog. We know a big underdog to start the set. They have a 2-1 series lead. They're on home ice again. And Mike Smith in net, give him some credit after being pulled game one. He allowed three goals on 10 shots to start that game, two of them in the first 51 seconds of game one. Bounced back the last two games, allowed just four and back-to-back wins. So uh, anything is possible, and you're liking your chances if you got the Oilers at a dog price pre-series. Storm, uh, talking once again to our good friend Stormy Bonatoni. Uh, co-host, or actually not co-host, she does it all by herself. Yeah, she's a solo she, act, she man. She rocks it by herself of my guys in the desert from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Stormy, sticking with uh, the uh, Flames and Oilers, the first two games of that series, if you played the over, uh, especially game one, you just put your feet up, and that's what they call a rocking chair. Now, game three, a little bit different. Oilers win that game 4-1, to one. so come tomorrow night, Total still sitting at six and a half. Here at Circuits, actually moved towards the under. So any feel on uh, what you what you expect goal scoring wise tomorrow night uh, in Edmonton? So I bet the over in Game Three. Of course, I bet it every game. I was pulling with. I was feeling awesome. So it was a tough. I was a sore loser <laughs> there after Game Three. Um, I. Honestly, I'm tempted to bet the over again. Like I said, I, I know Mike Smith has really come into form, but Jacob Markstrom is what actually makes me lean more toward the over because of just how his head hasn't been in it the same way this series like it was in round one. He's allowed 15 goals in three games of the series. He gave up just 14 and seven against Dallas in round one. He averaged 1.63 goals against per game. He had the best goals against average out of all of the postseason goalies. And for whatever reason, he, like the Oilers have just found a way to get to him. And maybe it is just the offensive prowess of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl coming together. But um, I'm leaning towards the over. I like it. I like rooting for goals. Like too short to bet the other one. Stormy, uh, we always appreciate it. Uh, stuff, we will uh, we'll listen tomorrow and all week long on my guys. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. You're the best. Have fun sweating it out tonight. There, he, there she is. Stormy Bonatoni. That's the big king, Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Plus 110. Are you going to join me? On? On uh, abs. I already game. done it. All right. I got plus 103. Here we you go. got a better number. It's nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com and subscribers will have access to all of it that includes adam burke's daily mlb best bets jonathan von tobel his best bets all the way through the nba finals andy mcneil breaking it all down on the ice 
Don't worry, plenty of NFL preseason coverage as well. Golf, shout out to our guy Wes Reynolds. Justin Thomas out right there. UFC, everything. We've got it all. If you want that full VEASAN experience, which includes a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. It costs only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, vsan.com slash summer. Come on, Avs. Let's go. Come on, Avs. Just underway, second period. They're out shooting St. Louis 15-4, to Sean. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm getting deja vu of uh, Thursday night, last Thursday night. Yeah, so they'll be up, uh, in my opinion, by the end of this period, the Owls will be up 3-1. Well, that would be wonderful. Yeah. I would I would thoroughly enjoy that. Uh, so St. Louis right now leading Colorado 1-0. That one just underway in the second period. Sean and I both went a little in-game, uh, a little in-game hunting. Circa took, had it at uh, plus 110. I got it at plus 103. You got a better number than me. I also took the D-backs in game. They're down 5 to 3. I took them at plus 194. <laughs> Any reasoning? Uh Zach Davies got off to a rough start, but uh I trust the D-backs, man. The D-backs are playing 500 ball right now. Like they are the Arizona Downbacks of last year. Like they're playing pretty good ball and uh I I fade Zach Grinky when I can. You know, I just me and him have a history. <laughs> well, you got uh Looks like you got a man on first with no outs in the bottom of the third. Yeah. So let's uh They're doing fine without me, so I don't need to watch it. I had took uh A's first five over four, so that is uh three two now, Seattle and Oakland. So that's on the way. I have Brewers tonight. They're up two zero. Hopefully they can extend that lead a little bit. Hauser, you know, Corbin's and, and the guys get a lot of the credit, but Hauser's been pitching extremely well this year for uh Milwaukee. Yeah, the Milwaukee Brewers. Um got to see them up close and personal. They uh they could beat some bad teams, that's for sure. They starting to hit the ball a little bit, too. Yeah. Uh, Rowdy Telez can hit some absolute moonshots. As can Kutch. I love Kutch. I love Andrew McCutcheon. And the fact that he's he let off, I think, uh, Saturday night with a homer. Um, he's never really done it for me. Like, I always really? felt like he'd won an MVP. For, yeah, it was the Pirates. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it was the Pirates. I don't know. I, I, I take back what I said because I, he's had a, a tremendous career. You know how there are certain guys throughout your history of sports wagering that have come up in the game of baseball with men in running, men in scoring position, and never come through for you. <laughs> that is me and Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> he is old and forever when I have wagered with his team and needed him to make a clutch hit. Well, so I'm a little biased in how I feel well, about it. We'll him. let we'll let Andrew McCutcheon know next time he uh, he comes in studio. I like Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I wouldn't in person. I'd probably tell him that. <laughs> oh, you're a great player, but boy, I think I I'm your biggest mush, man. If I needed you to get a hit, and you, whew. well, uh, we'll see if. Uh, I mean, they are pepper spraying this goalie. I know. At some point, some something has to get through. Well, it's like uh, what was it? Game one. What was of this Huso? Yeah. He's filling in for uh, Bennington, who's done for the series. So. Jeez. Uh, uh, Boston, by the way, if you're wondering, leading by 23. So um, about five and change to go. So it, it's my it's it's player prop uh, watch time because a lot of the starters are going to be out for the remainder here. Uh, if you play Jason Tatum, though, you're good. Uh, he got off the red-hot start. Didn't really have to do much of the second half, Sean, and uh, he has 31. So over there. Don't get the over on the threes, though. Jason Tatum finishes with just one three-pointer. If 
However, if, if you had anybody on the Miami Heat outside of Victor Oladipo, <laughs> you're probably not cashing that ticket and the Avs score. There we go, baby. I said it'd be 3-1 oh. at the end of this Avs. Never doubt Pucks yeah. or Damas, baby. 3-1 into this Avs. Let's go, baby. Let's, let's, let's get, get this l- paper. Let's get a little plus money yeah, on let's a... Get their paper. Let's get a little plus money on a Monday night. I Start mean, they the are getting right. quality shots on Huso, so it's just a matter of time. I mean, they're getting tremendous shots. And they're very talented. They're very good. Knowing you, I'm surprised you didn't get a little greedy and go puck line. Well, I did pregame. Oh, okay. So I already have them on a puck line oh, pregame. Oh, there you go. So now I covered myself if they win outright. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they win just by just one. Just by one. Yeah. There you go. Um, I want Colorado-Edmonton Western Finals. That is good. Are we going to see a seven if we get that series? Well, we've seen a seven. Um, in this postseason? Calgary and Edmonton were seven. Was it seven yeah, in the game other game of three, I think it was. Well, I guess it had to have been after yeah. like 15 and 8. Yeah, it was 7 in game 3. Uh, but I just want to see that series because of the quality of hockey that's going to be on display. I mean, the amount of talent. Looks cause, like. Because Edmonton's extremely talented in their own right now. You know, Connor McJesus and <laughs> you you know, like Vander Kane. Yeah, and, and, Stormy gave you some new. And uh, fuel. and Himes. Like, they got guys too now. That's going to be some great hockey. I hate to be a goaltender in there. That's going to be a lot of fun. Mike Smith, oldest Jesus, too. He's like 45. He's 40. This is a very biblical show, apparently, today. We've had a lot of God and Jesus references. Well, uh, I was channeling my inner Larry Bird. We're just in like, the first hour. That was God in basketball shoes. So <laughs> Connor McDavid's God in ice skates. Looking back to, um, to last night, it looks like South Point opened seven and close seven, but was very juiced to the under, and ultimately the under did hit. So yeah. uh, right now for tomorrow night, Edmonton uh, and Calgary sitting six and a half, juiced to the under, actually, which is uh, which is interesting. It's even, or it's a split at DraftKings, but here at Circa, it looks like uh, some early money coming in on the under uh, for for that one. Uh, and Tampa Bay, your, your guys now, for you, Sean, and your lightning, not only fandom, but your pockets as well, you're hoping for seven out of Rangers and Carolina. I'm hoping the Rangers win it. You'd rather see them? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you get home ice. Because Carolina is such a home oh, yeah. ice advantage for them. They have not lost in the playoffs at home. Now, granted, they aren't playing the Lightning. I mean, we're a different animal, but uh-oh, we got a breakaway, Tim. Can Come we get on, another baby. one? There yes! it is. There we go, baby. Boom. There we go. 2-1. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Oh. Ay, 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 ay. What's that? I got to figure. I got to ask the little kids what that means. What I that have sound. no idea. I like that. Well. There we go, baby. Pl- it was plus money four minutes ago for the abs to win this game, and they are now up 2-1. to one. So Keep uh, it going. There we go. Diamondbacks, 5-4 now, second and third, one out. Hopefully we can get a base hit and get this thing to 6-5 Diamondbacks. That would be tremendous. Well, I ended up taking... And it made me a little nervous when uh, when Puck Daddy came on, Greg Wyshynski. But I ended up taking that bet that over five and a half games in the uh, Carolina Rangers series. So if the Rangers win tomorrow, I win. So that works for me. So oh, let's, yeah. let's go Rangers Here's tomorrow. Here's the thing, Tim. The problem is, though, if they lose tomorrow night, Sean, they, they go, go back, back to, to Carolina, and Carolina could close them out. And as you said, they don't lose at home. Here's so it makes com- me a little here's nervous. Com- here's where you should be confident. They've outplayed Carolina. Yeah. If, uh, but if they a puck goes the wrong way tomorrow night, Sean, and they're it's three one Carolina, and that thing could be closed out in Carolina, that would make me uh, not happy. I'm trying to think of his name. If if Capo Caco Caco, if he just makes that wide open shot with about three minutes left in the uh, first game, yep. 
Rangers are up 2-0. That game doesn't go to overtime. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there with a 2-1 lead. So they've outplayed Carolina. And um, it's going to be up to Igor. So Sherson's going to have to have a big Another game. goal. Yeah, 3-1 abs. Let's go. Pour it on, baby. Mm-hmm. Pour it on, baby. Let's go. Mm. When it's up, then it's up, then it's up. When it's up, then it's up, then it's up. And my bet, I might have had the wrong score. I said 3-1 into the second. I'll take 5-1 if they get it there. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll take 5-1 you, if they get it there. You meant 3-1 by the first media timeout. Right. Yeah, I'll take 5-6-1 if we can get it there. Wow. So unfortunate for the Blues fans, too, because Bennington was, I mean, he was oh. in God mode. But, again, like, he they're so talented. The series. Yeah, they're so aggressive offensively. Like, they put quality shots consistently on the goaltender, and they have multiple guys, Tim, that skate at an unbelievably high level. Like, a lot of times, like, when you watch the Rangers, that coach that was here in Vegas, uh, what's his name? The head coach of the Rangers. He was here at the, the, oh, the Knights. Oh, uh, Gallant. Gallant. They are such a tough physical team, but on offense, they lack creativity. They lack, like, the elite skaters. I know uh, – Number 10 was supposed to be, I can't think of his name, the dude with the long hair. He was like their high draft pick, but he's not on the level of the guys that play for the Avs and the Lightning and the Oilers. Like, those guys on another level. Two goals in 19 seconds Good. Let's for make the it Avalanche. Three and three 25. in a minute and 32. Avs lead 3-1 to one over the St. Louis Blues. Uh, hopefully, some people joined us on the, the in-game train there. I hope so. Uh, Colorado leading 3-1. to one over the Blues. It is all Celtics. A minute and 39 seconds to go. Celtics about to take or even this series up at two games apiece. They lead 100 to 82. As for the Western Conference Final, Sean, it is 3-0. Warriors looking to complete a sweep tomorrow night. We talked to our guy Dieter Kurtenbach from the San Jose Mercury News next right here on the Nightcap. Nightcap.